0: I'm Mira. And I'm Silver. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience to discuss everything matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and body positivity. (laughs) So today we have a very special guest, Vince from Hunu. Can you tell us a little bit about what your brand encompasses and what do you hope to advocate for?
1: Hi guys. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Uh, My name is Vince. I'm one of the co-founders of a company called Hunu. We designed and manufacture and sell, I suppose, a uh, collapsible coffee cup. So it's a reusable cup that collapses down to fit in your pocket. And yeah, we really created it because it was something we needed ourselves. And we kind of saw the impact we were having in the world around us. And we couldn't find anything really convenient and something that we'd carry around and always be able to use. And uh, yeah, created this cup, launched it about a year ago. Um, and slowly growing it out now. What the brand encompasses, uh, I suppose. W- as I said, we created Hunu because we needed it ourselves. We we live in in um, New York City, and we were kind of became aware of just how much waste us as individuals were using on a daily basis. We from takeout containers to kind of plastic water bottles to coffee cups. And um, we started looking around and trying to make some changes. And one of the areas that we, we found that we kind of couldn't find something that really worked for us was coffee cups. And so we created this cup that that for us was a very convenient, easy solution, kind of removed some of the friction of why you wouldn't use reusables in that it's never with you and things are bulky and you'd end up not carrying them out with you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, I suppose, is... is what HUNU as a brand we want to be about is making other people aware of the mm-hmm. impact that kind of a lot of these small actions can have. Um and I think it's often easy to think that as as individuals we don't have a big impact and or we can't make big changes. But in combination when when millions of us do small things every day, it adds up to a lot. Um and I think with HUNU the journey is our own kind of journey um the journey of the business is our own personal journey in terms of learning a lot more about the impact we're having on the environment and the small things we can do to change that and as we grow as a company we we want to kind of help others and inspire others to do the same and maybe look at some of the ways they approach the world and some of the things they use. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think the idea that everyone can have an impact no, ma- no matter how small, it's easy to do small things um, and you don't have to be perfect. And those small changes will lead to bigger ones. I, th- I think... Uh, for us, our coffee cup is, is obviously, we, we think it's a really great product. And I think it in, in itself, it, it can have a, a big impact. And that for every time you take your cup out and you use it, that's one less coffee cup that goes into waste. But on a bigger scale, it's kind of a gateway drug. It's something that you use this coffee cup and you feel good about it. And then you become aware of, oh, actually, I, I use a lot of water bottles and maybe I'll change that. And I dispose of a lot of takeout containers. Maybe that's something I can look at. And maybe you start looking at the, the electricity supply you have and maybe move to green energy. And there's a whole, there's a kind of knock-on effect. And at the same time, you're also using this product that becomes a talking point and other people kind of ask about it and you can tell them about your journey. And I think that is really exciting, that um, idea that, that using one small product can inspire a lot of change just through sort of your own awareness and, and other people becoming aware of it and you kind of telling them about your journey, I suppose. What inspired the name Hunu, and what does it mean? Yeah, so what inspired the name Hunu? Knew? Um, who knew actually comes from the word Who Knew. It, uh, it's a play on, on the idea of Who Knew, as in who knew a coffee cup could be so small or who knew how much impact I actually have with small actions. And it sort of feeds into the idea of our brand being about, as I said, our own journey and about learning about these things and becoming more aware of them
0: yeah it just clicked for me and I'm like oh um anyway Vince thank you so much for coming on the show we really appreciate you making the time uh to meet with us and come on this call seeing as you're just heading off to bed and we're just starting our day um so I'm really glad we could make this work
1: yeah no of course thank you guys so much I really love what you're doing and um it is amazing to have so many things like this podcast happening and to be able to connect with people like you. The internet is a, is a incredible place for that. And, and it's a, such an amazing community of people that, that it's kind of, it's a really positive place to be. So, so really grateful for what you guys are doing. Um, and hopefully we will do it again soon. Yeah.
2: So if you guys want to join us and get your own little Hoon you cup, you can use our affiliate code. It's at MM podcast, and we have a link on our flow page that will take you to their kickstarter page and everything's at a discount so just use our code get your hunu cup join us it'll be a fun time we can all save the planet together so if you guys also follow us because you know we're super cool on our personals um, <laughs> you can check our bio because we will also have the link to the kickstarter as well so come get a cup join us and join the conversation and it'll be a great time
0: thank you again vince from who knew it was a pleasure to have you on our episode today and without further ado let's get into mindful consumer
1: all right thank you bye
0: bye and
2: on today's episode we are celebrating international women's day by having silver's cousin megan on the podcast and we are super freaking excited megan hi introduce yourself Hi everybody. My name's Megan and I run an
3: Instagram account called Second Soul Studios where I talk about like sustainable swaps and just stuff like that. I was selling Valentine's Day cards earlier and I'm hopefully coming up with a couple more products. But besides that, um uh, I'm from Vancouver just like Silver is and we actually grew up together. But yeah, I'm a Canadian so Mira is outnumbered on this podcast. So if we sound extra Canadian, that's why. And yeah, I love all things sustainability, and I'm currently trying to broaden my zero waste in my house, but of course, it's a little bit difficult.
0: So this month is the month of mindfulness, and today we're going to be talking all about being a mindful consumer. That's why we have my dear sweet cousin on here with us, because she and I try to live as sustainably and as mindfully as possible as a consumer. Mira is joining us on this trip, but it hasn't been as easy for her geographically and just how she grew up in Vancouver, where Megan and I live and grew up. We are more eco-friendly as best as we can, which is just how our community works. Um, So we're going to be talking a little bit about some sustainable swaps that we've made how we shop ethically and about some barriers that some people face when trying to live a more ethical lifestyle
2: as someone who's very new to this idea of being sustainable and mindful of shopping for items that you know aren't considered quote unquote bad and i think we'll get more into like what is deemed as a bad thing to buy especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to what is ethical versus what isn't and i feel like That's definitely something we're going to identify in this episode so people kind of can understand and kind of have an idea of how to gauge, you know, what should I buy versus what shouldn't I buy? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to kind of start off discussing a general sustainable consumers guide. So if you're like me and you're new and you have no idea how to dip your toe into this pond of sustainability, And, you know, going against capitalist consumerism, this is a great place for you guys to start. So if you guys are listening, we hope that you can learn from our little tips and tricks. So you
0: guys take it away.
2: What would you tell me to do if I were following this guide? Okay.
0: So I guess Megan and I will just switch off and chat about what we do. So Mm -hmm. Megan, please get this right. What is the most sustainable option something
3: that you already own and already have it in your house like or something that like came along with something so like my family saves the elastic bands
0: that come like on produce bags like around your carrots and stuff like that I've always had like a little jar filled with rubber bands and like twist ties and everything that comes on our produce because I will definitely use those again and if it's Mm -hmm. something that I don't use Often, there's always so many different options of getting rid of your waste in ways where people can use them. You can give them to a friend. If, like, a friend is like, oh, I want to do tie-dye and I don't have any rubber bands. You're like, girl, I got you. I have four jars full of rubber bands. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, the most sustainable option is to use what you already have or to borrow. Like, something that already exists, not adding anything extra into the world. But if you do need to buy something and you don't have access to it, you can't borrow it, that's when the shopping ethical guide comes in. Comes in handy. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. first the first question you ask yourself when you're going to buy something is, do I really need it? If the answer is no, done. You don't need it. Easy. <laughs> easy. Super easy. Yeah.
2: easy. <laughs> Can I chime in with that? Too? Yes.
0: Yeah, of course. So
2: i actually have an extension of this rule of do i need it versus do i want it i've told Mm -hmm. silver this before (laughs) when i want to buy something i literally if i look up this thing online or i see it you know in the store what i like to do is i take a photo or i screenshot it i keep it on my phone and then i just close out of the link and then i give myself like a month or two to just think unless this is like a dire need kind of object but i give myself two months and i'm like if this thing has not reoccurred in my mind which almost 80% of the time it doesn't then I'm like okay so obviously I didn't love it enough Mm -hmm. to buy it Mm
0: -hmm. so that I don't buy it
2: yeah yeah so that's kind of like my extension of that rule Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to throw that in there well that's like like
3: from a budget perspective of like Mm yeah if you just Mm -hmm. bought every single thing you saw and liked like of course you'd have a house full of too much stuff yeah and
0: so much waste (laughs) Uh so going back to the guide if the answer mm-hmm. is yes, yes, I do need this thing. Like, it's important. I'm going to use mm-hmm. it. Then we ask the question, does it need to be new? If the answer is no, which I think most of the time the answer can be no, what mm-hmm. are some good options, Megan?
3: Oh, my gosh. There's so many. <laughs> um, Okay. So I'll think of, like, when I've had this situation happen to me recently. So, like, I've wanted this – Patagonia jacket for a really long time and Patagonia is like a good brand like I don't feel bad supporting them I believe they're Canadian brand I'm not 100% sure about that but like it's very expensive and I was like supposed to have a discount for a while and then like I didn't so I asked myself this question of like okay I don't want to spend full price on this but like I do really want this product I didn't have a synthetic down and like I'm a very cold person and I live in Vancouver where it's pretty cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I started looking on Facebook marketplace and I found one that was still new with tags, but because it's on Facebook marketplace, like people like knock down the price for you. So I got it like 30%, like what would be 30% off, mm-hmm. which was like, honestly, such a good find. And I'm so happy with it. Yeah. Um, but Facebook marketplace is a great resource, like thrift shops, great resources, Um, I know silver does more swapping if you want to talk about that but like I don't have much experience with that
0: yeah so I haven't done it very much in the past like few months just because of how COVID has been so it's kind of hard to meet up with people and trade Um, but Mm -hmm. I do use an app it's called buns Um, it's not as popular in some areas why are you laughing (laughs) (laughs) don't want none if you ain't got buns honestly every time you say it I think of like but I know booty. me too. But yeah, you use buns. Yeah, so I use buns. It's pretty popular here in Vancouver. It's more popular in certain areas of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been really great for trading like really weird things. Like I got um bamboo tongs i guess in exchange for a bunch of really old hair ties and pins and bobby pins that i just didn't use anymore and i actually use my toaster tongs all the tongs. time yeah so buns is a really great resource i don't really know of many other trading apps but you can look into it on your app store and just see what they have um yeah, i know
3: some people do
0: like trading-esque kind of like trading style
3: on Facebook like yeah we have a group chat for like just my kind of neighborhood and a lot of people like will post random things for like a dollar or like some people will say like I'll do it for a glass of wine or like Mm -hmm. a can of beer
0: or whatever like something super easy yeah so what i was doing at the beginning of my business is i would get frames like either from thrift stores or for trade and then i would do pieces and sell them as frames and like they would just be original pieces So what I would do for a while would be I would do a commission piece in exchange for a frame and then I could use that frame to sell with my own piece that I just Mm. thought people would enjoy later on. So it was like a sustainable, sustainable swap. (laughs) Yeah, it was like double sustainable. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many different places that you can go to shop sustainably. Like even Etsy has some really good options too. And at least there you might be supporting individual artists that if they're sustainable artists as well, like Megan and I are like, it's, that's even better. Yeah, but there's a lot of really good resources that you can look into for your area. Sometimes it is harder, so places like Etsy and things online are better. But there's always, like, Facebook groups that you can join to see who's willing to trade. Mm -hmm. Craigslist is always really good. Um, Yeah, Facebook Marketplace, I feel like, is super easy to use now. Um, And then there's also thrift stores. Um, Yeah, so
3: I like I've been shopping at thrift stores for a long time there's one that's pretty close to where Silver and I grew up um and like my grandmother or my nana used to work there so like I have always kind of been around them but recently like I guess in the past year or two years or so I've started seeing a lot more posts about like um thrifting responsibly and Mm -hmm. a lot of people say like more made thrift shopping popular but like some people actually need it which yeah. is really valid because mm-hmm. a lot of people actually can't afford to buy full price and like their options yeah. are thrift shops yeah so like my two rule of thumbs for thrift shopping is like don't I don't buy any winter materials like I don't buy winter coats or anything that would benefit someone who like doesn't have shelter like I do mm-hmm. um and I don't buy any basics or like I try not to wear or buy like business attire sometimes like I try to avoid stuff that could be used for like job interviews and stuff like that like if you kind of keep that in mind of other people that might not have access
0: yeah also donating your your socks I feel like that socks are one of the main things that people don't tend to donate and are the most needed
1: so if if you have Mm
0: -hmm. like old socks that you think that could have a second life like you're just not interested in them anymore but if they are usable socks you should really try to donate all your winter jackets all gloves all scarves all socks but socks is like the main one that most thrift stores are missing i'm glad you guys bring that up
2: because i know a lot of people that when they give off their clothes and like you know donate a bunch of even me myself included like I tend to think those kinds of clothing, people wouldn't want them. Cause, like, you know, when you use socks for a while, like, you know, the bottoms get kind of dirty. And, like, yeah. no matter how many times you mm-hmm. wash, it's still, like, kind of stained. Yeah. Like, in my head, I would think, oh, like, no one's gonna want that. But mm-hmm. it's really great that you guys bring up that point because a lot of people probably don't know that those are the most sought after yeah. um, pieces of clothing for people who really need it.
0: Yeah. Even yeah. undergarments, like bras, underwear, like, it sounds weird and gross, but. If you yeah. have the ability to wash it first, because sometimes thrift stores, like I've never heard of any thrift stores that will wash the clothing first. Like I've never heard of that happening. So yeah. if you're donating and you have like undergarments that you feel like are sanitary enough, at least to, to repurpose, try washing them first because the people who are, might be buying them, not always, because sometimes like I've bought a bra secondhand before and it because i had mm-hmm. the tag brand new and i brought it home and washed it but some people who might not have a home or have access to Probably a washing the machine to wash it exactly, yeah. exactly. so if yeah. you can take that extra step to wash it for them so that when they buy it they can just head on out and wear it mm-hmm. then that it's it is a very nice thing to do but all those things anything that you is not pretty much rags you should try to donate
2: So yeah, so like another way if people want to buy stuff that's like pre-loved or used and, you know, say you don't want to thrift shop for whatever reason, like I understand there's like a bunch of reasons why people might not want to, um, there are like other websites you could use. And one of those websites is one that I've actually used a couple of times and it's called Poshmark, which I'm sure a lot of people know about. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really like Poshmark because, you know, it's a great way to kind of, sell what you don't want but you know you're not wasting what you have so someone else can get more use out of something that you don't want anymore and i've had no issues with it so i like
0: so the other option of does it need to be new it if it needs to be new and the answer is yes like absolutely you can't find it secondhand or just certain things like i think the only thing i wouldn't necessarily buy secondhand unless there was like new with tags And unused would be like period panties or something like that. Okay, so if the answer is yes, (laughs) like you can't do anything about it, then you think, can I buy it ethically? If the answer is yes, go for it. Have a good time. If the answer is no, buy it to last. Like make sure it is good quality. Do your best Mm -hmm. to research the brand you're buying from and really i just really challenge you to find an ethical option because it can be a little bit more expensive and not everyone can afford to do that and that's completely fair but if Mm -hmm. you can go for it and if you can't don't you have like a ratio too that you use yeah so the ratio that we were talking about is i do 90 10 So 90% of the month, I make sure that everything I do is ethical or sustainable with my dollar. And then there's 10% of the time where I give myself a little bit of leeway. If I'm at the grocery store, like I'll buy something in a plastic container. If there's no other option, like that's my 10%. If I can't find another option, then I give myself permission to have that 10% because otherwise living this way... For me, at least, is not sustainable. Yeah, it's all about the effort, right? Mm-hmm. You can't ever be perfect, and I think that's something people need to understand. Like, don't stress
2: yourself out over this. Just dip your toe into the pond, then start yeah. swimming. You know, don't yeah. just dive head first. You will drown. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like you'll run out of food and be like, I can't buy anything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
3: literally. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of stressful and scary when you if you go too far too fast.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's our um, guide. And we'll actually, we'll make a little post about this on our Instagram. So if you guys yeah. just want like a refresher, mm-hmm. if you were taking notes, congratulations. Yeah. But if you're, if always you take notes during our podcast. Yes, but if you, if you <laughs> There's don't, a test at the end. Always. <laughs> So that'll be up on our Instagram. So if you ever want to just review that and you want to know how to have the most ethical shopping experience that you can possibly have without stressing yourself out, just head on over to our um, Instagram and it'll be under a post. But Mira, my dear sweet Mira, as someone who's just starting out with this lifestyle and you've had Mm -hmm. you've lived in a few different states now. Like, what yes. has your experience been just jumping on this movement, and mm-hmm. what are the barriers that you've faced in your country, at least?
2: Ooh, it's like you're interviewing me. Yes. Ooh. 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 Getting nice and juicy. And I'm-
0: <laughs> juicy, juicy.
2: So, for our listeners, if you guys don't know this, but um, I was born in Canada, but I currently have lived in the United
0: States <laughs> for quite some time now. She's been in a van and then when she lives in vancouver (laughs) she's gonna have so many different sustainable options oh for sure we love it in van
2: (laughs) but um yeah so i think the idea of sustainability has kind of trickled down into the united states i do know like i've mentioned like la um seattle super big into it all really great about sustainability there's like a really awesome options for people if they want to like you guys have said um refill stores a secondhand shop um so basically like i was saying um i just think in general especially like at least with the places i've lived i haven't lived in necessarily what i would call green towns or green cities um i stayed in boston as far as i know boston's not very sustainable friendly i think it's getting better now for sure and as far as my um journey into sustainability has been, um, especially growing up in the States, I would say that we're not extremely sustainable friendly. We're very much about consumerism, capitalism, fast fashion, all that very much United States kind of thing. So the whole idea of supporting small businesses and, you know, being more eco-friendly, honestly, I learned a lot in 2020. Like that's kind of once the pandemic hit, that's when I was like reading a lot about it because everyone on Instagram was Sharing because I have friends in literally all over the world. So they're all like posting, you know, about how to be sustainable, how to, you know, support small businesses. I just started kind of learning about everything. But I think, like, especially with Silver and Megan, like just seeing kind of like how their businesses have progressed and kind of what they do to be more sustainable, it's it definitely inspired me. Um, you know, like if I do purchase anything, I'm very, very mindful. I mean, I've always been mindful about my purchases mm, in general. You are. Like, I've told you guys about my rule of whether I should buy something or and not. you're insane budgeting. Um, I know. My insa- oh, my God. We should do an episode well, on how I budget. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, you should. It's also,
3: like, helpful because sustainability, the whole point is that you're supposed to buy something that lasts. So, like, mm-hmm. I spent $20 on a razor, yeah, which should have been 40 because I found it on Facebook Marketplace, half off. But... Mm-hmm. um. I spent $20 on a razor, which should last me, like, until the rest of my life, like, whenever I decide to stop shaving, whereas, like, that was an expensive purchase, like, off the bat, I guess, but, like, now I'm not spending $15 on razors every two months, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, it ends up saving you long-term, which is great. It's just, like, you have to look
2: ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say, honestly, with sustainability, I mean, you guys obviously have inspired me, but I became inspired more because of budgeting to be honest because Mm -hmm. sustainability saves you so much money like I I think that's something people don't understand but like for example um, like a couple months ago I went out and decided that like I and I thought about this for a very long time I wanted this specific coffee machine for almost two years but I didn't you know bite the bullet I really Mm -hmm. wanted an espresso very badly because I am yeah I'm such a fan of coffee and instead of going and buying it new i actually went on facebook marketplace and i found it way cheaper perfect yeah. condition i mean it wasn't the newest shiny sparkling model but you know to me i don't care like i still have my iphone 8 like i don't care it if it's not the newest shiny sparkling phone like i don't care if i don't have the latest edition of whatever um because if it functions and it does the job then perfect you know and another thing too i wanted i feel like there's so much waste that goes into making coffee like if you go to starbucks and you buy starbucks every single day you get that plastic cup and then you have to throw it away and then there's so much wasteful trash people don't know this too but coffee companies because i used to be a barista Mm -hmm. coffee companies throw so much stuff away and it's so wasteful and it makes me so sad dude
3: no shade but like it makes me a little bit sad, but Starbucks, all of their baked goods are individually wrapped in plastic. Like that's how they get them, which I get. It's sanitary, it ships easy, it works. But like your banana bread comes out of a bag of plastic and then goes into their branded white bag that is also garbage
2: and it sucks. Yeah, I know, exactly. Me being the budget queen that I am, I just love um, doing whatever I can, at least at home to be more economically friendly and i think like i said that translates a lot more into sustainability too because like i said i don't make a lot of dumb purchases anymore i don't go out of my way to just buy fast fashion like i have never bought anything from fashion nova Shein, um whatever other stores are like that yeah like i don't shop at those places like if i do buy new clothes which i rarely do now because you guys have inspired me so much that's what i mean like you know, where I live, like, because we're talking about barriers in the United States, like I said, it's just so obsessed with consumerism and capitalism and fast fashion and, you know, whatever's quickest, easiest. Um, I'm not surrounded a lot by that. So I don't really know if we have bulk food stores, refillable shops or anything Mm -hmm. like that, because that's not really advocated for. Mm -hmm. But what I'm really grateful for is that I'm seeing it, you know, on social media, and it's kind of, pushing me to be more mindful because, you know, I I love animals and I love the environment and I am such a fan of, you know, reusable everything that I'm like, okay, well, if I feel passionate about this, like I would be a hypocrite to not even bother trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and invest in it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, for anybody, if you guys are in like a similar situation as me, where maybe it's harder to be more conscious in terms of, you know, Buying stuff like like say you don't even have a bulk store, right? You know you can make easy little transitions, and we'll talk about this later. I know we're going to talk about sustainable swaps, but there's just so many things you can do to just be a little more eco-friendly, environmentally conscious. So yeah. that's what I'm doing, and it's working out for me. But I do hope in the future to become more aware and more mindful as well, because you know you can always learn, and you can always become better. So yeah
0: yeah and what i love doing with mira like recently i've sent her i think i've sent you two now reusable bags but yeah and i use them all the time yeah <laughs> and it's it's the whole thing for me i started off too same as you it was cheaper because my dad mm-hmm. we grew up he was like he is still the king of craigslist and so i learned a how very to frugal man he's a very frugal man and he taught me like to source out the best deal whether that's second hand or whatever so primarily when i started out it was to get a bang for my buck and then two mm-hmm. because for some reason there's something about a sustainable lifestyle that's so aesthetic it is it's so that satisfying bag you sent me
2: it makes me happy exactly. like i just love walking around with my little mesh like I know. reusable bag with sourdough is it the grocery bread one? feeling like that city yeah. girl yeah I have I have exactly well. my favorite favorite thing in the whole world Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) yeah my um I know silver made one at one point I don't know if you use that one often but um my friend that I went to elementary school with made one for herself out of like thrifted yarn and I was like that is double whammy good
2: yeah (laughs) do it it's it's so cool that's a good hack if you guys can crochet or yes you can make your own bag yeah yeah
3: there's something so satisfying about being like
2: I
0: made
3: it so I made that or like Mm -hmm. my like um like silver's artwork obviously that's her art and she made it as sustainable as possible um and like my sister got me like um a scrunchie board that she just got someone that we know to make it for us so that we didn't have to buy anything brand new which is awesome
0: yeah 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 so sustainability so it's interesting
2: i feel like a lot of people kind of jump into sustainability if they see an incentive and i think as sad as it is but it's true like a lot of the times that incentive is money Mm -hmm. because people are like oh i can save money by doing this cool and then they will jump into it as opposed to like oh i can save the environment okay you know Mm -hmm. i feel like more people are mentally driven by money which sucks
0: um another huge barrier that i think a lot of us are facing right now especially people who were on the sustainable grind and then when the pandemic hit like we weren't allowed to bring our reusable bags in anymore I wasn't allowed to bring my containers into my refillable stores our bulk stores anymore and that was a huge barrier for me it was very discouraging for me because I had been living a certain way for so long and then all of a sudden that was gone and I had to kind of find ways of still being sustainable but within my means now yeah, yeah. which was yeah
3: because like coffee shops stop taking, stop taking own cups, which like, I'm lucky now that my local one does. And like, that's pretty much where I go now because they'll take my cup, which is awesome. But yeah, grocery stores don't take bags, like refill centers don't take your containers anymore. Um, I used to do um, like when I got takeout sushi and stuff like that, I'd I'd bring my own containers, but they can't do that anymore, which sucks. But like, I get it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it sucks and it's hard. Like you get a little upset of like, oh. I used to never have these pieces of plastic and now I have them and I don't want them. Yeah,
0: exactly. So some sustainable slash zero waste options that at least these are some that I just started out with. They're very basic Mm -hmm. and then you can kind of go from there. I know Megan, I think you said you started out with doing like um, metal straws and everything. And I think that's where I started too. Yeah. Um. Some of the easiest ones that you can swap over basic things are things like instead of using napkins or tissues, you can use cloth. So mm-hmm. I use um, I think they're called Swedish dish cloths, and they're the yeah. ones that they pretty much harden to be flat, so that it's they're so easy to just stack and fold away.
2: Oh, I've seen those. So yeah. Cool. And then
0: when you get it wet, it's exactly like a paper towel. So basically, like it's a paper towel. And Mm -hmm. I actually, I think I saw TikTok last night about this breakdown about buying um, napkins, paper towel and tissues and how much money you actually save by just buying like one pack of dishcloths or things like the Swedish dishcloths. So big savings with that one. Um, I'll try to find it. I had, I saw that today too. Yeah. Um, With plastic cutlery and everything, I don't think it's, as common right now because hopefully we're not going out very often for eating but if you are I have a bamboo set that I actually purchased on Etsy and then I actually made a set for my friend for her birthday out of secondhand um, materials and then I just stuck like normal silverware in it um. So that's always an option for you, but the amount of plastic cutlery that businesses just throw into your takeout orders is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So- I always try to ask for like
3: at sushi restaurants, I always say no ginger cause I don't, or no wasabi cause I don't eat the wasabi Yeah. or cutlery cause I don't, If I'm taking it home, I don't eat cutlery.
0: Yeah. And I find (laughs) most of the time now when you're doing like takeout apps, they actually ask you like, do you need cutlery or not? Which is awesome. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. Things with takeout, as Megan mentioned before, like I would always bring my own containers to do takeout. And if you're like out eating and you don't eat all your meal or anything, you can just pack it away in a container you already have in your bag. Uh, Reusable bags is a huge one. I think it's one of the easiest ones that people can do. And I also make sure the you stasher wash your
2: bags too. The which? The stasher, the stasher bag.
0: Oh, the Ziploc bags. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: like, there's this really cool product that I think people should invest in, especially. Well, maybe right now it's not necessarily needed because everyone's at home. But like when you start going back to work and things are opening up, there's this great product you can get. It's called like a stasher bag and it's a reusable Ziploc bag. So you can put like goldfish, pretzels, berries, whatever. And you could just bring it with you and you could reuse the bag. You don't have to get Ziploc bags ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. I
3: have a few posted on my Instagram too. Like um, people make fabric ones that are like lined. So you can, cause mm. some people find the silicone ones hard to wash. I don't think they're that bad. But if you do, there's some that you can just chuck in the laundry machine, which is super easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I just want to put
0: like, wet stuff in them yeah. necessarily i actually <laughs> mira the ones that the stasher bags i have a few of them and then i also have ones that i just purchase at home sense which is your home goods um mm-hmm. home sense and home goods usually have like cheaper options for the same thing and they're just as good
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah so like another sustainable swap that i think is super cool and awesome to do especially if you're like us and we all like to drink well me and Silver like to drink our matcha. matcha. I yes. personally like to drink coffee. Uh, Megan, I'm not sure what you like to drink because you don't like matcha. I, <laughs> drink, coffee. I drink coffee. I Yes, Perfect I coffee. am that cousin that hates matcha, by the way, everybody. That's me. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that thinks it tastes like fish. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, but so yeah, so if you're like us and you like to drink, you know, caffeinated beverages, one of the best options that I have found is to use a reusable cup and... We're actually really excited to talk about this product, but it's um, by Hunu and it's their little collapsible cup. So you can literally fit it into your pocket. You can put it in your bag you and literally take it anywhere you want to go. And you can just fill it up and you just open it like it expands. And then when you're done, you can just rinse it and shrink it right back up. And it's That's it awesome. awesome. And a really fun fact that people might not know, but one reusable over a course of a year, if you use a reusable cup, it equates to about five hundred cups a year. So you are literally saving five hundred cups by using just one reusable cup.
3: And some coffee shops even give you a discount because like mm-hmm. they have to pay for the cups too. So it like mm-hmm. works into your total cost of your coffee at the if you're buying them from a from a coffee shop. Yeah. And like exactly. yeah, some of them will give you change off of it which like is awesome it's not a whole lot but it's awesome
2: Mm -hmm. for sure yeah I'm super excited to use it when I go back to work because we have coffee places everywhere so I can just bring this little cup and fill it up with coffee and be ready to go I'm so excited
3: yeah I used to love bringing like water bottles to school too because like some people
0: buy water bottles
3: from the vending machine, yeah. and bringing water bottles is so
0: nice. So going off of beverages, water bottles, like having your own stainless steel or a glass water bottle, is such a simple and easy hack. I think that's probably something most people have, especially if you like go to the gym or something. Most people do have a reasonable water bottle, but it actually saves you 167 plastic water bottles in one year. Um, yeah, uh, which is a is a big difference when it's something so simple that probably everyone has in their house that they can just start bringing with them around there's also some really good um swaps that you can do like megan i know you use a bamboo toothbrush and i did bamboo toothbrush for a long time but i actually found at least for me personally that i was going through them quicker than i was plastic toothbrushes
3: yeah, and they degrade a lot faster.
0: They do. So I actually ended up getting a electric toothbrush and the actual mm-hmm. heads that you can actually recycle. Um. So I like that. But it's important to keep in mind too, and like something I learned with bamboo toothbrushes is sometimes the bristles don't mm-hmm. compost. So you have to really make sure mm-hmm. each part of what you have, if even though it is still a more sustainable and eco-friendly option you have to make sure that those things will actually break down into your compost properly so those are just some really basic easy ones that you can start with that are usually and generally pretty accessible i do we're not mentioning anything specific just out of respect for other brands and companies but don't feel like you can't order from certain places sustainable options if that's the only option that you have and just give yourself that grace if you need to order online for something instead of like walking to a mom and pop shop down your street. That's perfectly OK. The whole point is to do it as sustainably or as sustainably for you as possible. So mm-hmm. give yourself some grace. Imperfection is fantastic. And if you want to know any more, Megan, where can we find some more swaps from you?
3: Um, so I post a bunch of sustainable swap videos on my Instagram, which is second soul studios. I have a little pink logo right now. Um, yeah, I'm doing kind of each room of your house right now. So I have a kitchen one up and a bathroom one.
2: I think we've learned a lot today. What do you guys think? I believe so much <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> If you would like us to do another episode or multiple episodes of How to Be More Sustainable, just let us know because we could honestly talk about this forever. Mm -hmm. We don't want to overwhelm you. So if you do want an extra couple of episodes, just let us know but I think we've learned a lot today and I think it's time to wrap it up. So hopefully you got something out of our episode today. Um, We really hope this episode today inspires you to go into your house and maybe see what you can, little changes you can make here and there. See how you can be a little more sustainable. Maybe buy a Hunu cup, you know, whatever you feel, whatever you're feeling.
0: So if you wanted to check out Hunu as a sustainable swap at checkout, just click code MMPodcast and tag us on Instagram if you do end up buying a Hunu cup. We would love to see you guys using it. Um, We're always open and welcome to suggestions and comments on our Instagram We're really active over there at Matcha mondays podcast we're really excited that we're finally able to share with you some brands and companies that we're working with we're really passionate about everyone that we've worked with so far and we're so excited to introduce you to more if you would like to support us you can support us on our patreon it's patreon.com
2: slash mondays all donations are very very much appreciated um, and if you would like to further support us, you can follow our podcast, Instagram, which is at Macha Monday's podcast. You can follow my co-host Silver's Art Gallery page, which is completely sustainable at Silver Rumor Gallery. You can follow me at Mira Kiara and my YouTube is also by the same name. and our lovely guest, Megan, you can follow her Instagram at Second Soul Studios for another lovely business. Yeah, that's me that's you have a great much Monday have a great much Monday
1: bye, bye.